Hello and welcome to Spirit Pig. This is the show that explores how to live a fulfilled life. I'm Duncan CJ and today I'm speaking with Kirpatcha. Kirpatcha has 40 years experience as an astrologer and spiritual practitioner. And some of the ways he shares the teachings of astrology is through speaking internationally, running workshops and writing, but in particular through his phenomenally successful The Pele Report, which is a weekly astrological forecast which he posts on YouTube. And this guides and teaches around 50,000 people every single week. So, Kapacha, thank you so much for being here. It's a huge honor. Uh, thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you, Duncan. Now, I know that you were, you were a kid, you were 17 years old, knew absolutely nothing about astrology whatsoever. And then, Sonny, your next door neighbor in California read your chart one day and it just blew your mind. Like, he was saying stuff about your parents, your health girlfriend, job, past, present, your passions, like what was, I mean, you, your, your website, you know, is a lot about paradigm shifts. And so what kind of paradigm shift was that? Like suddenly having no experience of astrology whatsoever. And then suddenly this person speaking to you as if they know you. Oh my God, it totally changed my, my, my whole reality. I, I got to say, you know, because back then my, my motto for living was you only go around once in life, so you should grab for all the gusto. It was a Budweiser beer commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I had my Harley and I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, substance abuse and uh, <laughs> having, having a, a going for all the gusto in every realm of life that I could anticipate. And so then all of a sudden I get this like huge reincarnation, karma, <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, right? You know, like there's this whole huge big picture, you know, that I was totally uh, unaware of. And, and so, yeah, uh, I, you know, it, it, it just like, you know, it really altered my, uh, you know, altered my approach to life, the, you know, the meaning, my activities, my thoughts, my desires, my goals, ambitions, uh, you know, I, I, everything changed. I started, uh, you know, uh, getting into Edgar Casey and, uh, you know, a spiritual practice. And of course I dove into astrology like head over heels. And so, um, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, really did a big shift for me. So what, what, what would you say to, I know one of our audience who is maybe listening to this interview and they're completely new to astrology. They've got no sort of you know, they've got no sort of experience with it and they're just being introduced to this topic for the first time. Like what, what, how, I mean, do they need to have just that experience? Is it an experiential thing? They need to have just a reading and then suddenly they can see themselves. Or what would you say to the, those kind of people? Well, I put the Pele report out there, Yeah. you know, and I, and I do attract a lot of people that, that, you know, it's new to them or they, you know, they give it to their mother, you know, and <laughs> because it, it, I mean, so obviously, number one, the best way is to have a personal reading from a good astrologer and have your mind blown like I did. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that is the best. Yeah. But secondly, the Pele report just deals with what we call the collective unconscious. And this is just like, you know, there's there's human consciousness. There's there's a there's there's collective you know, whether it's globalization or, I mean, there's, you know, somewhat proof about this, about scientists kind of having uh, similar discoveries, you know, at the same time at, on different parts of the globe, mm. you know. So, I mean, so we're all tapped in on some level to fashion and fad and things like that. So the Pele Report just looks at what's going on collectively that we're all tapped into 
And I think if you listen to that over a little period of time and you start to say, wow, you know, this is this, you know, I can, I can connect to, you know, what they're saying there or what they are seeing that's yeah. going on for everybody. And so maybe there is a little more validity to this than, you know, they, they say in the, you know, the, the scientists. I mean, that's. Yeah. What, what, addressing that, what, what would you say is sort of a, some of the most, I know, the most common misconceptions that you hear with regards to astrology? You know, I mean, well, uh, basically, I mean, the whole thing for me is that, uh, you know, and, and I work with the evolutionary stages, you know, that uh, we come into planet Earth and there's these stages of evolution that we go through. It's like a, the school of planet Earth. And, uh, you know, and the first, you know, few hundred lifetimes, we're in what we call the consensus or the herd state. And that's three quarters of any given population is in the herd state. And they're listening to the popular scientists and the religious figures and the government figures and the, and the magazines. And this is, you know, so three out of four people, okay, are listening to scientists who are saying, you know, this is bogus bullshit and it doesn't make any difference. And, you know, they put it on the comic strip of the magazine pages. And, you know, it's just, you know, so it's like I don't expect three out of four people to relate to astrology or to what I'm saying or to, you know, and that's, and that's just fine. They've, you know, they've got many, many lifetimes. <laughs> There's no hurry, man. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then when you are, you know, when that lets you down, you know, when the, when the medical associations can't cure you and the, you know, the, the religions don't save you and the, the external authorities, you know, just basically blow it for you. You start seeking alternative sources of information, and that's when you are open enough to possibly receive or get into, you know, a cult is hidden, yeah? Hidden wisdom, hidden meaning, uh, you know, what is, you know, what's going on, you know, beneath the surface, you know, that you've been told or shown or seen. So I just think, you know, it's according to each individual soul has a particular, they're in a particular stage, you have a particular intention in your incarnation, and if that includes astrology, you're going to find it, and it's going to find you, and it's just, you know, so I don't believe that, I mean, if it's one thing astrology has taught me, there's no accidents, there's no coincidence, you know, people get into astrology when they're ready, when they need it, when it's, you know, when it means something to them and when, you know, they're they're going to evolve as a result of their relationship to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I um, don't, I'm not one trying sort, to... One sort of, um, like, misconception, which I kind of had for a while and then like, I've now realized, you know, this is not the case. I just had, you know, just a completely like, limited interpretation was one thing which i kind of struggled with was uh i think it's probably more about in my own personality but um i i didn't like the idea um of say there's 12 star signs and it's like okay you are a capricorn you are an aries you're a cancer okay you are this or you are that the idea of being boxed so because i'm like i'm all about like free will on my own person all this kind of things i didn't like that there was like there was 12 camps and like this is your camp you were in that and so that's and i now obviously realized that's god that's not even 
close to what this is all about, but that's what like, that's the idea I had for years and years and years. I, I, I mean, that is, yeah, like sun sign astrology, <laughs> and like what they put out there with these cookbooks, like, yeah. you know, this means this and this is this. And I mean, it's just like so totally not astrology, <laughs> you know, it's like we are all 12 signs. Yeah. You know, it's like we, these are just like archetypes. We're, we're all we've all got some warrior and we've all got some judge and we've all got some lover and we've all got some player and we've all got some inner child. And so it's like we're all of these things and it's all mixed up. And so, you know, this is whether you call it, you know, the Illuminati, you know, trying to like, you know, disguise or, you know, debunk, you know, or lead people away from, you know, a deeper understanding or whatever, you know, I don't. I don't necessarily say it's a conspiracy, but, you know, it's just like, don't look at that or, you know, it's like, you know, we don't want you to like go there or whatever. So, yeah, it's like my I mean, and the way that I look at it and the way that I work with it is it's a blueprint, okay, of your unconscious. And, you know, as such, it's empowering as you get to know your unconscious, you have more free will. You have more power. You have more, you know, capacity to, you know, just like really do whatever you, it's like your creative potential goes like, you know, so it's like the whole thing is I am totally anti-fate and, you know, uh, fatalistic and this is da, 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 da. For me, it's like, I, I often use the surfing example. It's like you see a wave coming. It's very nice to see like spring is coming after winter. Okay, so like astrology will, it's the study of cycles and timing and everything. So it's like, yeah, part of it is totally about seeing what's coming so that you know when to paddle and you get the most advantage of every moment because like you got a little bit of foresight, you know. But it's not determining outcomes in any freaking way, shape, and form. And, and any astrologer that's like predicting events and this, that, and the other thing, it's strictly a 50-50 chance. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care who you, know, who you are or what you've got. You know, there are psychic, okay, you know, I mean, you've got, there's, you know, it is another, I mean, another use of it is to develop your extrasensory perception. That you can't, that, you know, it validates what you may be feeling or dreaming or intuiting. And then you look at the chart and go, oh my God, the chart's saying the same thing that I'm thinking or feeling. So it's like I start trusting my my intuition more and more and more, you know. But, you know, it's, it's not, you know, I don't use it as a predictive tool or to stereotype anybody. And that's, that's really, you know. Yeah. I think what you're talking about. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. I, I heard you um, in, a, in a previous interview, I heard you talk about it and it made me laugh. It was like um, this idea that, um, you know, the stars don't do anything to us. We're not controlled by the planets. The idea of uh, Mars made me do it is, is complete bullshit. I love that. I love that expression. Mars made me do it. It just like, I was like, right, I've got to ask him about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and okay, then we can get like, get into this whole different thing between Newtonian physics and quantum physics. Mm. You know, Newtonian physics is cause and effect, Yeah. you know? And so in this time space, third dimensional reality, we deal a lot with cause and effect, but you see, astrology is more like quantum physics and then, you know, and there's no gravity in quantum physics and there's, you know, it's more about synchronicity. It's more about this mirroring 
So it's like, you know, the, the astrology is like as above, so below. It's only mirroring what is all, you know, what's existing, up, you know, down here is mirrored up there. So it's not this cause and effect, okay? It's just like, okay, wow, it's a really a fantastic, it's like awe and wonder at the, you know, magnificence and the intensity and the outrageousness of how who put all this together man it's like oh my god this how can this you know i mean for me it's just like it's exciting you know it's it's uh it's it's awesome to observe you know the 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 quality you know of and the mastery you know of what i call source or i i actually call god life i serve god i learn i learn from life i serve life you know life nourishes me life gave me birth it's just like if we change out you know god for life <laughs> and just say you know what life is amazing i love life you know life loves me life will save me blah 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 i mean it's just like yeah astrology is just like you know penetrating into the mysteries of life is the way that i like to you know um phrase it i like that i like that because then yeah for example like if, if you are talking using the word god then for some people great they'll resonate that but other people it would be put off because they won't even necessarily listen to the teaching and the message because words are so strong so the word god might just be like oh actually not for me so i quite yeah i quite like using yeah, life it's good <laughs> it's you know yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff around god like there's a lot of stuff around love yeah i mean love is another one it's like oh my god you say love well you're you know like they say the eskimos have 26 different words for snow really <laughs> well we should have about a thousand different words for love because the, you know, there's a thousand different kinds of it you know and and it's good to like you know get these things you know a, a little more clear yeah it's, it's quite funny actually to realize realize the words which you like and realize the words which you put, put you off because um even though it's an absolutely fine word i don't know why but for some reason the word your truth just puts me off so i have to use words like authenticity or this and that we're, everyone's talk, we're talking about the exact same thing but you just got to work out the words which actually don't like put you off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> for sure um for sure. and yeah you're describing it there but like um astrology i mean it's it can be hugely empowering because it literally you says you know it makes people aware of their power isn't that right yeah 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 i mean this is uh and there, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the way that I work with, uh, this is the other thing, though, now reincarnation. And this is something that, you know, yeah, uh, so many people are just like, when you die, you know, you're dust and it's over or whatever. Or, you know, religious people, you know, it's like you have to go to heaven or hell or, you know, something else going on. But, you know, the, the idea that you, you know, that you come back again and evolve and grow and become more conscious and more aware and, uh, you know, you know, so my you know my sense is that you know we are infinite spiritual beings that exist outside of time and space and we choose the dna the mother the father the nationality the language the the male or female body and we say okay and i even say that sometimes you know it's like the soul that brings these two people together and they fall in love 
Yeah, you know, they think they're falling in love, but really it's just that this soul wants their DNA. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, this is like really huge, man. So it's like, yeah, we come in and we choose all of this. And so like when you, you know, when you're born and they cut the umbilical cord and you draw in that first breath, it's like, that's when we draw the birth chart, right? That is your horoscope, okay? And and I say that that has been chosen by you to reflect your intention of existing at this time and space. So it's like, yeah, it's like, so when you look at that chart, okay, you know, you're not looking at this little ego, you know, this little brain, mind, you know, thing that uh, makes decisions and is totally limited. You're looking, okay, at more like 90%. It's like the iceberg, you know, the ego and what we're thinking and talking and, you know, making decisions from is like this very tip of the iceberg, but 90% of it is underwater. So when you're looking at the chart, you're looking at 90%, okay, of who you are instead of this little, you know, tipsy, whipsy 10%. <laughs> and, and when you get the 10% in alignment with or aware of the greater, you know, like power and intention and beauty and, you know, and, and also, I also have to say, our unconscious also holds everything that we have suppressed, denied, been ashamed of, been guilty about, been judged for, been blah, blah, blah. We stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff a lot. So a lot of this is not just like opening up to how beautiful and wonderful we are. It's also opening up to what we're ashamed of, you know, what we remember as being, you know, evil or bad or wrong. I mean, and so there are parts it can really help us to embrace and love ourselves more fully and completely because it also shows us, you know, where we have fallen, where we need to forgive ourselves and other people, where we can go into being a victim and a martyr where we can project all of our negative shadow bullshit on other people and mess up our relationships. So it's not all like um, you're going to you like get your chart reading and, and turn into Wonder Woman or, you know, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> you know, it's more like, oh, my God, look at, you know, <laughs> you know, look at this that I picked up along the way. And the, I mean, so it, it, it's also, um, you know, uh, an aid in, uh, you know, self development, you know, that, uh, that involves, you know, working with, you know, yeah, the unconscious is, it's huge. Mm. So it's got a lot of, um, you know, dimensions to it, you know, aspects to it, like, like a diamond, you know, it's got all these different faces. Okay. So, and, and, and it's, it sparkles, but you know what, there's also, you know, some other sneaky stuff in there, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I heard whatever pisses you off is a lesson. It's an unexpressed aspect of yourself. Could you maybe elaborate on that idea? Yeah, I mean, you know, so like, uh, uh, let, let's just say, I mean, take a simple example, okay? You know, like, you know, I want a lot of attention. 
you know, I, 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 you know, when people pat me on the back and smile at me and, you know, uh, tell me I'm great, it just makes me, gives me goosebumps all over. And I, you know, I'm, you know, so, so it's just like, you know, wow, I'm seeking this and seeking this and seeking this, but, you know, my mom and dad or my parents or teachers or preachers told me that, you know, that's being egotistical or self-centered or narcissistic or, you know, that I should not demand or expect or want, you know, so much attention. And so, you know, so then I take that natural need or natural desire and I, I become ashamed of it or it's like, oh my God, that's, you know, I shouldn't be that, Okay. Oh, I, you know, I, I shouldn't demand too much attention or I shouldn't, you know, yell or scream or shout or dance or so, you know, so I, you know, I stuff that down. Right. Because I feel, you know, I feel bad about it or guilty whenever I, you know, uh, express myself. And so then when I see other people, yeah, screaming, shouting, getting attention, yelling and you know people clapping for them and they they actually like become famous or become well known or maybe it's my brother or my sister that gets all the attention you know or maybe you know my spouse or my boyfriend or girlfriend or something you know they're all charismatic <laughs> and everybody adores them and loves them i then you know what comes up is i i start to you know i start to go fuck you know these guys you know, look at this person, look at that person. Who do they think they are? You know, they're so egotistical. They're so, you know, they they think they're so great. And I start projecting all kinds of negative stuff, you know, onto the, you know, onto these people that are actually getting and being allowed or succeeding at, you know, living the life that, I secretly <laughs> or even unconsciously want for myself. Yeah. And so this can be the same with money. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I want lots of money, man. I want I want to be able to spend. I want power. And so like we get people that, you know, you know, have a lot of money or they have a lot of power and we and we, you know, and and like gurus or teachers, you know, it's like we all want to be wise, you know, and so like we run into a guru or a teacher, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, we start saying, you know what, you're full of it and you're, you know, da, da. so what we what we say is, you know, this is like what I call shadow and projection that what we deny or suppress in ourselves, we we make it negative. Yeah. And when we see it in somebody else, it triggers us and we get angry at that person or we, you know, we judge that person. And so the old saying is you spot it, you got it. So if you think somebody's arrogant, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) You have some seeds of arrogance yourself, my friend. (laughs) And, you know, if you think, you know, that somebody is, you know, seductive, you know, or manipulative, well, you just may be seductive or manipulative yourself. And, and, and it's just like, but this doesn't necessarily mean that it's negative. But when we suppress it, it gets distorted and perverted and becomes negative. Mm. So we can be naturally, you know, 
Um, I mean, seductive. Let's look at that. You know, we can be naturally attracted, you know, through our animal body, through our natural expression that we are sexual beings. Okay. And this can be, you know, a beautiful part of ourselves. But when we judge it and suppress it, then it's like, oh, you know, they're not just naturally a sensuous, exotic, erotic person. No, no, no. They're, you know, they, you know, they're a slut or a whore or a this or a, you know, I mean, it's just like we put this negative spin on aspects of human nature that are not necessarily negative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's really interesting. And kind of like it's different, but kind of building on that idea, maybe a tiny bit like for the. For the last 2,000 years, we've been, I, th I think, was it the age of Pisces, was it? I think, and we've been passing on this idea from generation to generation that spirit and matter don't go together. So this idea that you can have, say, good sex, lots of fun, lots of money, and be spiritual at the same time was absolutely big, no-go, not accepted. You were either spiritual or a materialist. Like, however, this idea, this has now it's come to an end or it's coming to an end. Is that right? It's coming to an end. Yeah. This is the end of, you know, 6,000 years of male dominated, you know, religions and cultural, you know, uh, setups and, uh, and you know, societies. And we are, that is, you know, that is, I got to say slowly, <laughs> like very, very <laughs> my god it's taken forever you know i mean but yes you know the, the the rise of the feminine the rise you know of inclusion rather than exclusion of being more than doing and controlling and dominating it's now you know opening and receiving and you know really getting you know coming into a better alignment and a, and a better balance you know, with this whole situation. And so we can also look in that in terms of astrology, the masculine, you know, is fire and air, which rises and is light and clear and high. And, you know, it's like ordered and structured and intellectual and da, 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 da. And so this has been, you know, let's be light and clear and structured and ordered and, you know, get these, you know, commandments and, you know, black and white and right and wrong and good and bad. And, you know, get all this like, you know, structured and, and this is good and heaven and you'll, you know, you're okay if you are light. And we shove down in astrology, it's earth, okay, and water, which is the feminine. It's the internal the feelings and the emotions and you know, and the lower chakras, okay, that are not so clear and straight and orderly and intellectual that there's a lot of gray area and there's a lot of waves that come in and there's a lot of, you know, chaos and, you know, and but this is like where birth happens. This is where creation happens. This is where it's really, you know, it's like we're all, we all come out of the womb, okay? We all come out of sex out of out of these lower chakras so this is the dragon the chi the life force the kundalini the snake energy i mean this is like the passion that really drives it's the engine okay that you know really and so yeah our engine our drive our kundalini has been like judged suppressed repressed you know and and and, and really 
you know, so this is, this is so part of what, you know, of this new paradigm, okay, in this new, uh, this new age is getting, you know, people empowered. And part of that empowering is coming down to accepting that we have lower chakras, that we have animal instincts and desires, that we're spiritual beings in animal bodies. And it's not about either or. It's both and more. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's my favorite line, you know. And so it's like, yeah, it's like we can, you know, we can be, yes, desirous and, and luscious and juicy and, you know, and, and be in this whole feminine inner earth and water realm. And I mean, it's like super spiritual. I mean, come on, you know, Gaia, Mother Nature. Hello. Like what's more spiritual than Mother Nature? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. So, you know, this this is like what's, you know, this is what I see as the future. You know, this age of Aquarius and this, you know, this new uh, paradigm you know, is coming into a, a, a better balance and acceptance of the totality of human nature rather than trying to uh, exclude, you know, certain aspects or elements of it. Yeah. What does a fulfilled life mean to you? <laughs> uh, just that. Yeah. <laughs> Unity, you know, the, the union and the opening and the acceptance Okay, of all that is. That's the other thing that I can call God or life is all that is. And love. Love brings me into this place of acknowledging, of owning, of accepting, of forgiving, of surrendering into all that is. Outside, you know, okay, of belief systems. I don't need to believe Okay, this or this or this or this. I need to like be open to experiencing exactly what is in our conversation, being open to you, okay, in this moment, coming into this. So a fulfilled life to me is just like really being open to the moment, to be here now, and to, and to, and to really be fully, uh, you know, yeah, this, this, you know, being open is embracing and receiving and giving to the to the you know to the i mean fulfill <laughs> you know it's like and, and you know it's it's filling my cup and filling your cup and it's just like really uh, you know uh, getting the most yes out of every connection out of every moment out of every relationship out of every opportunity you know and just like freaking totally going for it all the way <laughs> Um, I, yeah, is, one thing I also want to say is just I want to be on my deathbed with no regrets, man. And I, I keep that in my mind. It's like, you know what? I, I want to like take full grasp, you know, of, of every moment. Yeah. What is one thing all our listeners can do today that will have a massive positive effect on their lives? Well, to me, The shamanic journey of healing, of empowering, of transforming and growing has three things. Those three things, yes, is breath, movement, yeah, and feeling, emotions. 
And so it's just like breathing to me, the breath of fire. Okay, I be I do kundalini, I do pranayama, I do shamanic breath work. Okay, and it's just about really life is learning how to breathe in one way. It's learning how to exhale and inhale, how to give and how to receive. And I just want to encourage everybody, you know, to really take so many, uh, you know, take full advantage of all the different, you know, forms of breath work, yeah, that are available out there in the world, and open your lungs oxygenate the blood and it's just you know this breathing 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 opens up you know so many uh you know uh, uh cavities <laughs> yeah so many pineal glands and third eye awakenings and and just like doing all different kinds of breath work breath work breath work and breathing 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 is like just so freaking awesome <laughs> <laughs> last but not least where can we send people how can people find out more about you and your work uh, i'm at uh, new paradigmastrology.com fantastic tom capacha thank you so so much it's been an absolute pleasure nice to meet you nice to talk with you duncan thank you for having me right on catch you soon bye dude okay